The Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Jones of Old Miss Evie with us on Fridays and Evie. I look up and Old Miss has now taken two Washington Joe Moore Award winners, that offensive line this past season, and placed them on the Old Miss roster. Was that expected? Well, it was expected. Expected that they would beef up their offensive line. I think that was definitely um, <clears throat> something that they had planned to do. And uh, but I think it was kind of a big surprise. Last week we we found out um, that both uh, Nate Kalepo and Julius Bilo, the two Washington offensive linemen you're talking about, would be visiting. I think we had expected Kalepo to come. It was a surprise when uh, a few days ahead of time we learned that Bulo is also going to come. So they, but then they can't get in because of the ice storm. And now Kalepo also went on a visit to Miami. And so there was talk that if uh, you know, things went well in Miami, he might not even get to Oxford for his Monday visit. But he left Miami without committing, so that was a good sign. He and his teammate get to Oxford, have a great visit. Um, we were told, actually, I think they announced yesterday, we were told on Wednesday that they had committed and uh, signed a lease on their house and so, you know, they always, the old saying is don't take a visit to Oxford unless you want to go, you know, you want to go there because once you, once you take that visit, it's a, it's just a special place. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, Kiffin is really, they were already number one in the transfer portal. So, you know, I, I don't know how you go any higher than one, but there they are. They improved their one slot is what they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. And, and I mean, it was really a, uh, you know, I don't want to use any verboten words, so I won't say area of need, but um, 
really and truly that was that was something that Kiffin identified after the Georgia game. I mean, I, I'll never forget being in that press conference with him post game, and I'm not going to say he was shell shocked because I don't I don't think he gets shell shocked, but. After playing the Georgia offensive line and defensive line, I mean, he just he was just real honest. He just said those guys look different in their uniforms than we do. You know, they just they've got the size and the athletes, and um, so I think he set about to take care of the trenches. And man, what is you know, look what he's done on both sides of the ball. They have Diego Pounds from North Carolina, who was mm-hmm. a left tackle for them. And right. then these two. So Pounds is a tackle. Now, I see the Washington duo listed as interior. Now, how is Bulo at 6'8", an interior offensive lineman? <laughs> I know. A lot of people have said that. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, in, in terms of uh, – tackles they've they've got uh they brought in you know diego pounds you're right they also brought in um a kid uh jerklon scott from southern miss um they've got returning Jaden williams who last year was his sophomore year his freshman year he was a freshman all-american they've got micah pettis uh at right tackle and um, and then, like you say, the the guards and I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know what's going on uh, there, or what they're going to do. But uh, there's some. I think there's a lot of versatility with the guys that they already have. They're returning some guys: uh, Caleb Warren, Jeremy James, Preston Fishman, Bryson Sanders. Um, so I think this offensive line has now gone from. Uh, you know, probably the weakest area on the team, and I don't mean that derogatorily towards them, just in terms of depth, I think, and we saw that against Georgia because they were missing Micah Pettis and they were trying to switch people around, and I think Lane just, you know, had had enough, and so he went out and got the biggest dudes he could get. And as you say, I mean, he got 40% of the Joe Moore, 2023 Joe Moore Award winners, so can't beat that. I hesitate to ask you, are they finished? Um, I do not think they're finished. I think that we're going to see, we're still kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with B.J. Green and Edge from Arizona State. Um, He had originally, I think, been interested in Ole Miss, and then I believe when they signed Tyler Bear, when they got a commitment, a verbal commitment from Tyler Barron, I think he kind of changed his plans. But with Barron now going to Louisville, uh, Green may be back in the picture. He was there uh, this week with the uh, with the two offensive linemen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, running back at some point, but I don't think that's uh, you know with Bentley coming back and Roscano. Uh, and Logan Diggs from LSU. I don't know that that's something that they'll worry about until maybe the spring. But Mike, yeah, I mean, he's checked everything off the list so oh far. Yeah. No, no doubt. Mike the Mad Dog, Noonan, Georgia. Ask Evie why Lane relies on the transfer portal rather than traditional recruiting. I don't know this D line class they have coming in from high school. I don't know of one better. Yeah, I don't either. And I, I think you know, given. Given this last year, I mean, he's got a, he's got a great high school class coming in. You know, that's a that's something that this year I think he did have much more of a focus on 
on getting high school recruits. He's got an incredible defensive line class coming in uh, from the state of Mississippi. There were just some phenomenal defensive linemen. Uh, they've got a, a five-star, Camarion Franklin from Lake Cormorant, um, William Eccles, I think, you know, the, the top player in the, in the state from Houston, Mississippi, uh, who actually has been an offensive lineman, but he'll be most likely a defensive lineman for the Rebels. Jeffrey Rush, another four star from, uh, defensive lineman from Pascagoula. Um, so a Noriel White wide receiver. I, I think that there's definitely the perception because he is just killing it in the portal. But this this season, particularly this 2024 class, I feel like he really focused a lot more on high school kids than he had in the past. But there is no doubt. I mean, I've heard Kiffin talk over and over about the transfer portal and, you know, identifying those players. And you've seen them with Power 5 experience. You know, you know, you've got a pretty good idea how they're going to perform as opposed to perhaps a high school kid. With baseball being three weeks away, Sam Dog in Middle Georgia wants to know, Evie, any truth to the rumor that you have an autographed glamour shot of Tony Valls in your office? <laughs> that I look at every morning when I wake up. I can tell she does not. I, I've, I, she doesn't. Uh, pretty sure not. Um, no, um, but I tell you what, Ole Miss does open the season playing uh, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. So I am really, uh, really chomping at the bit to, to get to that one. So I've got to apply for credentials and see how that works out. But um, looking really looking forward to the start of, of baseball season and, and hope it's more similar to the 2022 season than it is the 2023 season. Right. Topwater Assassin over in South Carolina. Now, he's a big Clemson fan, and uh, remember, Dabo does not play the transfer portal game. Here's his right. note. He says, me and Dabo would love to know, how does Lane keep adding guys? Is he running someone off every time he gets a guy? Isn't there a limit to scholarships? Well, you know, it's funny. I think um, we've got a transfer portal tracker on our site, and if you look at it, I mean, Lane – Really, I I think, you know, part of the reason, like if you look at the on three transfer portal rankings, what they do is they kind of compare what you're, what you're losing to what you're getting. Now, I think maybe that might have, you know, it looks a little different when you add a Quinchon in there, you know. Sure. Um, but I, I think honestly, no, I don't think he's having, it's all, in fact, let me just say this. Lane has gone all in for 2024 in the sense that, you know, the people who have left were the people probably who were, you know, going to leave anyway. I mean, I think, you know, playing time, I mean, with the, with the new rules where you can transfer twice now or more yeah. than once, I think that, you know, that opens up things, you know, for a lot of kids. And it's the time, like you said, you know, kid isn't playing or doesn't see a, a future there. Of course, they're going to, you know, want to get in the portal, but, um, it, it's just interesting to me that Ole Miss really and truly, it looks like their, their ranking of who they lost and who they got. I mean, they've really improved their, uh, overall score 
and, you know, have just a lot of top kids coming back. Like we've talked about Jackson Dart, Trey Harris, you know, Jordan Watkins, all the kids that have decided to come back and, and make a go of it in 2024. I've said it repeatedly. It may jinx them. It's the best Ole Miss roster I've seen, period, ever. It It is. It time. is me too. Yeah, it is me too. And so I think that, you know, really and truly um, – it's going to be an interesting year, and like we've said, you know, you and I have talked about this too. The schedule, I mean, it's still an SEC schedule. Yes. Um, but, you know, here are the numbers I was going to say. The the transfer in the average rating, and the transfer ratings are, are a little bit different. It's not like just the recruiting rankings, oh, and 90 or above. But um, Ole Miss in the on three rankings is number three. And they're at 82.59, the average player coming in. The average player going out at 67.13. So that's a, that's a pretty that's, big jump there. It is. And if you look at just the, the ratings, and, you know, they are what they are, but they do give a, a fairly good indicator. Tom in Myrtle Beach wants to know for the commitments golf outing, should he sign you up? Are you going to play in the golf scramble? No, I I would probably hit people with golf balls or something. I would, yeah, no, but I, I would be happy to expect it. You drive the beer cart for thirty minutes or so, wouldn't you? Yes, that's that's more up my up my alley. I can do that. Put me down. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Bill. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic Jones never fails. She's so good, outstanding work. Kevin Hagan, Alabama Talk, when we continue. Brad, hour three. Good morning. We have seen a couple of accidents out here right now. We're already seeing that slow traffic on 65 north and southbound up around the Portland area. That's that northern part of Robertson County that's just been giving us problems all week long. If you're coming down from Kentucky, you're going to run right into that uh, slow go traffic on 65 southbound there at the Portland uh, exit. Traffic's starting to build pretty good now on 24 westbound, passing Bell Road coming in from Murfreesboro. 65 still looks pretty good right now up through Franklin and Brentwood. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. See, it's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online, TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. Just start with Brable being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, yeah. if not months. Not surprised. That's he, my that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brable. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. This is where we talk Alabama with our guy. He's been with us a while, Kevin Hagan. We tape it on Thursdays. We don't try and trick you. Take a listen. Ryan Williams has re-upped his relationship with Alabama five-star difference maker wide receiver Kevin. Very good news there. Absolutely. Hollywood returning to the capstone. Uh, He decommitted on January the 10th, same day that Nick Saban uh, announced his retirement. And it didn't take uh, new head coach uh, Kalen DeBoer any longer than 11 days to get Ryan Williams back in the fold. Uh, For those that live under a rock and have never heard of Ryan Williams, uh, he's a wide receiver out of Saraland High School, which is basically a northern suburb of Mobile, which is ironic because a lot of people will tell you he's the best high school player to come out of the state of Alabama since one Julio Jones, who was from Foley, Alabama, which is also a suburb of Mobile. Of course, you know, people were making the immediate comparisons and people were calling – um, Ryan Williams, uh, Kalen DeBoer's, Julio Jones, which I was always saying was, you know, you got to be a little cautious here because Nick Saban had 13 months to reel in Julio Jones from Foley, Alabama. As I said, Kalen DeBoer locking him down after 11 days. This is a huge pickup, not only just because he's an incredibly talented athlete, Bill, but just what his whole recruitment meant in the state of Alabama. And let's not kid ourselves. The Barners threw a ton of NIL money at this young man. And it started before Nick Saban ever announced to the world 
that he was retiring. But once Coach Saban announced he was done, they threw more money at him. So this is arguably, and I know this is going to make some Alabama fans mad, this in some ways kind of trumps Nick Saban reeling in Julio Jones over 13 months. This is an incredible, incredible get for Kalen DeBoer. And it kind of, you know, goes against all those people that said, well, how in the world can a guy from South Dakota possibly come to the South and recruit? Well, we can move on to the next problem, right, Bill? He is... An immediate impact player. Of course, you want to be careful, but every indication would be usually in a receiver and a running back. Usually you get what you, you think you're getting. Now, physically, he's not the same body type as Julio Jones, but not even I think he plays immediately. Absolutely, and I think there's a distinct possibility that we might see him in the return game. I would Love to think about him returning uh, punts since our uh, punt returner is now an Ohio State Buckeye. Uh, but absolutely, I don't think Ryan Williams is going to have any trouble. I think uh, new offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb is going to make sure that Mr. Ryan Williams finds himself on the field very quickly, Bill. How else is it going, whether it's the portal or recruiting? It's going well. I mean, it, finally, you know, the first week he was here, Kalen DeBoer had to put together his staff, and I could not be happier with the staff he's put together. One more opening to go. Uh, and then this week, he and his uh, assistants were able to transition onto the road to beginning to do the recruiting and the early returns, talking to people uh, at the schools that he went to are very, very positive. Uh, Coach DeBoer is a very personable person. He's a very likable person. And people are telling me that it's very, very obvious that he was not was not kidding anyone when he said that he is going to be a relentless recruiter. So, Bill, I don't think we're going to have any issues with Kalen DeBoer being a successful recruiter on his own God-given ability. And you put that logo on his chest, it makes it even better. And, oh, by the way, I want to touch on that logo. I texted my buddy Chris Stewart on Tuesday, and I said, I love the fact that we're seeing in pictures that Kalen DeBoer has fallen in love with what I call the real Alabama logo, the logo from the 70s, the A with the elephant stepping through it. I love that, Bill. I hope that he continues to embrace the use of that logo. And But as I reminded Chris, um, you better tell him, as much as I love him loving the right logo, if Kalen DeBoer tries to change the uniforms or have us show up in a white helmet next year, it will mean immediate termination. Any other, <laughs> any other possibilities as far as staffing? Um, it, it appears that we're waiting for the linebacker slash special teams coach, and I think there's a good chance that he may bring Coach Inge in from Washington where he wants. That's the last one that he has to fill. Not not a big issue. I'm told that the, that the hang up there is not a big deal. And uh, that should be taken care of very, uh, very soon. Just like I will not be surprised if we're taping here on Thursday. Everybody knows that. I would not be surprised if on Thursday or Friday of this week, Noah Carter, the four-star edge out of uh, Peoria, Arizona, Bill, I will be shocked if by the end of the day, Friday, he doesn't verbally commit to, the, to, to Alabama. Not quite so sure about uh, Jabbar Muhammad. He, uh, from DeSoto, Texas, you know, he's going to, he visited Alabama. It went really, really well. He's going to go look at Oregon. I'm not saying Alabama's out of it. I'm having a hard time getting a read on Jabbar Mohammed, but it's just, it's just a matter of hours or days until Noah Carter rolls with the tide, Bill. 
your thoughts on the basketball season today? Well, wow. What? It's a good thing you didn't ask me that question on Wednesday, Bill. I'm able to give you a much better uh, uh, answer today. Uh, the team finally showed a little bit of toughness last night. Uh, you know, boo-hoo for Moo you. Uh, first, you uh, struck out on Ryan Williams. And then uh, Alabama gave uh, Auburn their first SEC loss in Coleman Coliseum last night. And wow, boy, $280,000 new lighting system doesn't buy what it used to. 19-minute uh, light out there. I've had several people say, was that a ploy to try to get us a new arena? Uh, that was a huge win for Alabama. And it was a huge win because we struggled once again with physical teams. I was not the least bit surprised that Alabama went to Knoxville last Saturday and got their butt handed to them. And quite honestly, I was not optimistic about last night. That is a huge win for Nate Oates and his team. Gives them some momentum. They'll host the Tigers of LSU on Saturday night. That You hate to use the word must win this early, but let's be honest, Bill. If Alabama wants to hang in that top three or four of the SEC, they, they had to get it done last night. And kudos to the Crimson Tide for getting it done. Kevin, do you want to touch on any baseball or wait a couple of weeks? Well, you know, we started baseball practice. Um, I, I can tell you that I, I could not be happier about what we're assembling there. Um, we'll dive into that. Let's dive into that in a week or two. I will say this. It appears early on that uh, the bullpen is going to be a real strength for Alabama. But the reviews that I'm getting, Bill, and uh, talking to my buddy Chris, but I, I cannot wait until Alabama baseball hits the field. What is it? Uh, February. Oh, geez. What's the date? February the um, 15th, I think. 16th against Manhattan, Bill. Season can't start soon enough for me. You mentioned you wanted to talk about a young man from the Rocket City who just showed the world he knows how to hit a golf ball. Bill, how cool is this? Nick Dunlap winning, what, the first PGA event as an amateur since, what, like 1910 or something, and he has to walk away from the $1.5 million check. He announced this morning that he is turning pro. I know Alabama coach Jay Sewell could not be more proud of this young man, but just – and I'm not a huge golf fan. I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people that play the sport. What an incredible – incredible athletic performance for Nick Dunlap to win that event. I, I just, I could not be happier for him and the Alabama program. And as much as I know Alabama fans would love to see him hung around and help us, you know, try to win a national championship in golf. He's doing what he has to do. His first tournament is going to be the Pebble Beach Invitational as, a, as an official pro golfer, but just congratulations to Nick Dunlap on what is arguably one of the coolest things an Alabama athlete has done, Bill, in decades. And that's a big statement. Kevin, always a pleasure, sir. See you next week. Always an honor. Have a great weekend as always. Roll Tide. There you have it. Mr. Kevin Hagan joins us each and every Friday. Again, we tape it on Thursdays. And very rarely do we get dated and by what that means is getting dated would mean you tape an interview, you run it the next day, and things have happened that kind of take the interview and make it sound not so connected, right? Because you don't have in the content what has happened since you taped it. Does that make sense? That's how you get dated. 
that doesn't happen much. It happens a little bit, but it's something that we can't avoid because with his job situation, they didn't want him doing live radio on Fridays anymore. We have to tape it during his lunch break on Thursday, so that's what we do, and we appreciate him being able to accommodate that with fantastic Alabama information. Brad Powers, top of that hour number three, all your gambling items in the third hour. Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com for all of your gambling items. Now, that could be the NFL playoffs, what we have in front of us there. Or that could be futuristic college football talk. Anywhere you want to go with that when it comes to gambling. Just a couple of notes now with Brad. Brad's a football guy. Uh, He's not going to be able to talk to you about basketball. Well, he did basketball for a long time. He no longer does that publicly. He does not bet baseball when baseball gets here. And he doesn't bet, for example, the Derby, the Triple Crown, None of that. He is pretty much a football guy, football guy only, and uh, he does a very good job at it. Stays right there with that topic and does not sway at all. Ken down in lovely middle Georgia. Bill, remember criticism that Georgia gets for playing at Mercedes-Benz? Not trolling, but if we take care of business – Keep shopping wood. Dogs could potentially play there four times this year. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. This is interesting. The Clemson opener is at Mercedes-Benz. Okay. The SEC championship game is at Mercedes-Benz. The quarterfinal, the uh, game there on January 1st, which would be 05, Peach Bowl technically, is at Mercedes-Benz, and the national championship is also at Mercedes-Benz. You imagine Georgia, and Georgia, I think Georgia and Ohio State are the two teams right now to beat. It's January. We, We do... Request some wiggle room there, but I think it's pretty safe to say I'd have them right at the top. Brad said that he would have Oregon in the two slot, though, and he'd have Ohio State in the three slot. You know what? It doesn't matter. It's semantics, and we're going to play next year. We'll figure out two versus three. Who should be there? But, yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? Georgia wins their third natty in four years under Kirby, and then the old Mercedes-Benz home field advantage thing comes into comes into view. Ken's already uh, preempted that for everybody. That's that's good stuff. I hadn't even thought of that. I haven't even thought of that. They could potentially play there four times. That's that's funny. That that's that's very funny. Somebody was asking me how it ranked the SEC from this January, late January viewpoint. It'd be Georgia 1, Texas 2, and you ready? You want me to throw it out? Who do you think I'd put number three right now? 
inside the Southeastern Conference. Georgia won, Texas two, and who do you think I would put in the three slot? Can you can you guess that? As of right now, I mean, we we've given you a lot of hints about it just this hour on the show. Yeah, just just this hour we've given you some hints about the way we would look at the SEC. Let me skip number three. Georgia one, Texas two, skip three. Number four, who would I have there? Now, that's once you get to number four, I think you can really mix them up. Meaning, and I don't mean get mixed up, but just there's a lot of wiggle room in there. I think in the four slot, you could say Tennessee. I think you could say LSU. The way Missouri played and Brady Cook, Luther Burden back. Now, they're losing some star power for sure, but some key guys back. Mean, yeah, I would, I would, I think once you get in that four year, you could debate it. I think A and M's going to be a good club. I do. I think Coach Elko's going to do a very good job for them. Don't know if I'd have them in my top five or so right now. Also, where would you put Oklahoma? Could you argue Oklahoma in that four slot? You probably could. I'm still a little, I don't want to say ambivalent, but unsure of Coach Venables as the head coach. I haven't jumped off the flat earth at all. I'm just still processing and unsure there. All right, we'll get the break. Brad Powers, Hour 3, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, an accident. This time it's westbound on 24 near that Jolton exit. It's already slow on 24 eastbound. This time of the morning trying to get past White's Creek Pike there at the Jolton exit. Again, the wreck over in the westbound lanes. Still very slow. 65 south coming down through that northern part of Robertson County. Delaying those folks again coming out of Kentucky on 65 south there into Tennessee through Robertson County as it loads up pretty good over here by the airport on I-40 westbound as you come past Donaldson Pike. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for all your playoff games with catering. Check them out online for more information at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain 
and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. scouts had to come up with a whole new star system just to classify him. It's Bill King. Six Oil Bowl, says Bill. Ole Miss has the easiest SEC schedule in 24. No reason why they don't make it to the SEC championship. You know they've never been. He says, I'd, though, bet against it. Lane hasn't proven he can win big games. Yeah, Ole Miss, you guys are throwing it out there. Ole Miss would be the number three team. Now, 46 Oil Bowl pointed something out. It's one thing to be acknowledged as Ole Miss is getting right now. And you look at that roster and the players, it's the most impressive Ole Miss roster I've seen, and I I mean by far. But It's very difficult when you're not from that ilk, meaning your program. Ole Miss is a solid program, but it's not considered a championship league or nationwide program. Certainly not since Johnny Vault, which is 60 years ago. 
it's very hard to live up to the hype. You're going to hear me say from time to time, this is a very loaded Ole Miss roster. Because it is. Living up to it is incredibly difficult. It is. It is. It's very tough. When you're not from that world, it's difficult to be acknowledged and then live it. Live that acknowledgement. It's hard. History teaches that all the time. That would be my worry first and foremost. Yes, and Evie just talked about it too. It's a very fortuitous type circumnavigation there in their schedule. It, it works well, but you still have to go do it, right? You still have to go finish it. That's the point. Down to the Rocket City. We just talked about the Rocket City with the Alabama golfer who won a PGA tournament for the first time by an amateur since 91, Mickelson, back in 91. But Natty Danny is on the line. Welcome in, sir. Well, you know, Bill, I love your show. And, you know, the, the guest you had, Coach Pete, my God, Bill, this gentleman the wealth of knowledge, the stories. Bill, I bet you if you were stuck, snowed in a cabin for a whole week, by the end of the week, you still wouldn't be finished with all the stories. That's how well-rounded when it comes to football Coach Pete is. Don't you agree? Totally agree, yes. He's your best guest. I think he's one of your best guests. I think, I think, I think he's number one, and the guy I like, the other guy is Charles Arbuckle. I like him a lot. Yep, Buck those, is fantastic. Those, those two right there, are. you just play those guys and, and talk to them every day of the week, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, I mean, and I appreciate you, you getting these guys on the air because they're really good, especially Coach Pete. He's just old soul that just loves football just for the love of it. It has nothing to do with money, unlike the team that's below my state. <laughs> well, Bill, uh, for, well, before I get to that, okay, well, no, let's do that first because that's really negative. I want to I want to end on a positive. Uh, well, this sounds like the best team money could buy. We've done this before, if I'm not mistaken. Jimbo Fisher and A and M, and look what happened. Very well, it could happen. It could be like that for Ohio State. Very well, could not be. They could just be a dominant, great football team for who knows how long because money buys it. When money's involved, now it's, this is not college football; it's semi-pro. You're Paying these players, it's all about the money, Bill. If just follow the money, okay? People, it's greed. It's it's all that wrapped up, and it should should be nowhere in college football that should be happening. This is about the integrity of the game, getting an education, playing for your school, supporting your school, and uh, this money stuff, Bill. It's 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 sad. It's really sad. And you know the thing that gets me is. These diagrams I, I had, they showed the whole United States of America. A lot of the, the America was uh, colored in blue. And then, of course, you had Texas, which was orange. And different states were supporting my team. And Ohio was never, ever supporting my team. I think it was like maybe Alabama's color red. And the crazy thing, the same thing they did for the Lions, 
in in Ohio, it was uh, it was San Francisco's colors. So what I'm saying is Ohio can't stand us. You know, Bill, what gets me is I'm a Big Ten guy, no matter what. Okay, I I pull for the Buckeyes, and and but the Buckeyes, I don't know what the deal is that they hate us that much. Okay, I mean I don't get it. It's a great rivalry. You should be happy about it that we play. Everybody everybody likes to watch the game because it means something. Just like here in Alabama with Auburn, but Bill, God, they hate us like crazy. But I don't know why. Well, wait a minute. I do know why. Because when I say Michigan, they don't like it. I had to do that, Bill. I had to flip that in there. But what I will say, Bill, bottom line is this: it, it, it's 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 going to be probably lean years for us. But I want to thank Jim Harbaugh and his coaching staff. You know, I appreciate what they've done for us. What a what a great. Uh, uh, point when I watched after the game was finished, the, mom and dad was there at the, on the field and celebrating with his brother. You know, Bill, it don't get no better than that. It's a memory I'll never kind of forget. I moved here in '97 with a national championship, and I have one more right now. And hopefully, I'll I'll have another one because I was able to celebrate with my son and my grandchildren uh, watching the game. So, Bill. It's all good, Bill. No By the way, I've got, a tweet. I've, I've got a tweet for you. Tom in Myrtle Beach said, invite Natty Danny down to spring commitments. You're invited. Well, I, well, I appreciate that. That's very kind of him. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, maybe it can happen. We'll see. i got to talk to mom. Mom is the boss. You know, your mom's the boss, too. Your wife, I should say, is the boss. Yes. So. I've got it approved, though. Yeah, I've got hey, it listen. Approved. Hey, go blue and go Michigan. See ya. All right, he's invited. Daddy Danny is invited to spring commitments. Brand about 15 minutes, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still a challenge trying to get down from the north there through that northern part of Robertson County. It's slow again, just like it was the last couple of days on 65 southbound around that Portland exit. That's really causing some delays again for folks coming down from Kentucky into Tennessee there on 65 southbound. It's uh, building pretty good now on I-40 westbound coming in from the Mount Julian area. There's a couple of cars involved in a wreck there just past the Wilson County line. They're just inside Nashville, Davidson County on 40 west. Again, uh, it's over to the side. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered for all your playoff games with catering. Check them out online for that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Three men's teams are undefeated after the first week of league play. UT Martin is 2-0 after two road wins, while Moorhead State and Western Illinois are 1-0 after also winning on the road. Road teams went 6-3 during the open weekend. Women's teams were even more dominant on the road by going 8-1 last week. Southern Indiana and UT Martin are both 2-0 in OVC play after road wins, while Eastern Illinois, Moorhead State, and Western Illinois are each 1-0. The lone women's team to win a home game was Tennessee State, which outlasted Little Rock in overtime. 
Two of the top three scoring performances in the OVC were last week, with Southern Indiana's Jeremiah Hernandez scoring 35 points at SEMO, while Moorhead State's Riley Minix had 34 points two days later against the Red Hawks. Little Rock's Jameer Chaplin and Moorhead State's Riley Minix were named OVC men's co-player and co-newcomer of the week, while Little Rock's Jalen Crocker-Johnson was top freshman. Macy McGlone at Eastern Illinois was named the Women's Player of the Week, while top newcomer was Little Rock's Leilana Wimbish-Gay. UT Martin's Kenley McCarn was Freshman of the Week. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United at Fidelity Bank, which will be March 6th through the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit www.ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. If you've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. You won't believe it until you OVC it. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Hi, I'm Test Director Rick from ServPro, the leader in cleaning, restoration, and construction. It's my job to make sure our pros are prepared for anything. Storm damage? Fixed. Flood damage? We're on it. Fire damage? Not anymore. Aliens? What? Aliens? We cleaned those sites a while ago. No matter the disaster, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Find out why ServPro is the number one choice for residential and commercial restoration projects, large and small. Visit ServPro.com today. happens anywhere in college sports the bill king show will be there to bring you the facts you know what i didn't mean to i left alabama out jeff two says bill who'd you have in the three slot and where was alabama i would have Ole miss in the three slot i'd have Ole miss ahead of alabama right now I'd have Georgia 1, Texas 2, Ole Miss 3, probably Bama next. Probably Bama next, 4. And I think at that point you can really argue it. I think Tennessee could easily be right there. They're going to have a incredible difference maker quarterback. The offense should be back to what it was similarly to two years ago. They are as deep as you can be on the defensive line. Now, they're, I don't know how well coached they are on that side of the ball, but, but and the secondary has been a problem. But I think, I think that's a team that could go 10-2. and two. Could, now again, could have gone 10-2, and two, went 8-4. I'd have them. LSU, you got to think about them too. You've got to think about where Oklahoma would be. 
Aggies got to go somewhere in there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd have Alabama at fourth right now. I would not have them ahead. If we played today in Council Bluffs and uh, at 2 o'clock, uh, Ole Miss would beat Alabama. Yeah, I mean, it's what they have done right now with that roster is ridiculous at Ole Miss. All right, let's take a call. Who'd you say, Patton, we have here? I didn't hear you. Craig from Myrtle Beach, who knows a little bit about golf himself. What's up, Craig? Bill, the last time I called you, I was excavating a bunker at a golf course at uh, Coastal Carolina. I think I told you that it was deep enough for Jeff in the borough. We could put him in there and bury him. But but after our last November, December, I decided to get in it, and I was going to call Alan and see if he could just backfill me because that was, for the Buckeyes, that was brutal two months. I know. It was. It was, but... Hey, speaking of portals, uh, yours is very attractive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to call just in reference to Natty Danny. And I noticed when he mentioned his accolades to the coaching staff, he forgot to mention Connor Stallion. So, you know, you you just got to kind of keep things in mind when you get a comment from somebody uh, that puts White Castle frozen hamburgers into a turkey and calls it cooking, you just got to take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Does Connor Stallions get a job with the Chargers? Have they put him on staff yet? No, I think he's going to start using those vacuum cleaners to uh, clean up after the uh, game. And I think the Ohio State's going to hire him uh, for Columbus next year when Michigan comes down and help clean up the graffiti. (laughs) But I just – I have to tell Natty Danny, congratulations, and – uh, all due aside that he, he loves the game. We all love the game. But I do want to – I have to put him up for a nomination on Monday. And to quote one of my favorite callers of your show, he's godless and nutless. That's pretty close. That That's pretty good. Is that pretty good? How'd you do that without ripping your throat? It's easy. And I still have <laughs> a little left in the tank, just like Charlie said, when you guys were so – mesmerized by her call but at any rate uh we've got a we've got a great season ahead of us uh, i plan to get a hold of tom here and go play over at coastal that new green's open so love the show bill absolutely hey, love the show he's gonna want you to i don't know if you can at all swing it but they'd love to have you down there for spring commitments early may i'm gonna try to make it i have a project i'm working on but i think i should be able to uh should be able to swing it it's kind and, of a golf, uh, but it's kind of a golf event. Yeah, it's a golf thing, so that's you, you, that's where your Ph.D. is. That's where my Ph.D. is. Exactly right. So uh, congrats again to Natty Danny, and I uh, look forward to seeing him in C-Bus next year. All right, buddy. Appreciate you calling, man. See ya. All right. Hey, mark the tape right there. Hey, Patton, where he did the gutless and nutless Buckeye, Brenda, can you pull that for uh, next week? Because I want Buckeye Brenda to hear it. That wasn't bad. Now, there is no way I could make my voice do that without just ripping my throat out. That wasn't bad. I had no idea he was going to do that either. I don't know if Buckeye Brenda was monitoring either. 
That was another Buckeye fan there, Brenda. You should be uh, honored. Brad Powers as we continue. All the gambling. Post your question. 